0: the carolina panthers have a new general manager and it is a familiar name is this the right decision we'll break it all down right here on locked on panthers you are locked on panthers your daily carolina panthers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe or follow the show for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. As I am live, Right now, breaking down the breaking news, as I'll be doing throughout the offseason. Anytime we have live breaking news, make sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian Council, where on Fridays throughout the offseason, I'll be answering your weekly Friday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me. But follow me first right there on Twitter at Julian Council to get your questions in for this week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag right here on Locked on Panthers. Today's episode, or I should say tonight's episode of Locked On Panthers, is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers, that could be you. Get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Okay. Um. All right. Wow. Two weeks ago, the Carolina Panthers... Fired Scott Fitterer. That was not a surprise to anyone who had watched the Panthers the last three years. They finished with the NFL's first ever. Congratulations, Panther fans. 2-15 record when Scott Fitterer was hired. By the time he was fired, the Panthers had gone 14-37. He had a bunch of bad trades, some bad signings, some bad draft picks. Now, is it all on Scott? Certainly not. But still, you cannot preside over one of the worst rosters in the NFL, and keep your job for a third different head coach. So it makes a lot of sense to do that. Now, two weeks later, the Carolina Panthers have his replacement, and his replacement is an in-house replacement as Dan Morgan, the former Pro Bowl linebacker here in Carolina. Most recently, the assistant general manager has been promoted to the Panthers president of football operations slash general manager. Did not necessarily see this one coming, and I should not be surprised by this. Morgan has been here in Carolina the last couple weeks working as the interim general manager, helping to sign a couple of practice squad guys to a one-year deal for next season basically excuse me uh, to basically fill out the roster going into the offseason program and in the training camp so it made sense for him to stick around and help out with that and he was of course interviewing for the job Jonathan Jones CBS Sports had come out over the weekend along with some other reporters saying the Panthers had quietly moved into their second round of interviews with general manager candidates happening last week didn't see any of those reports until over the weekend we knew that Dan Morgan was one of those names that Dan Morgan had been taking a part in the head coaching interviews virtually that were going on last Two weeks here in Carolina. So it really should not be a surprise, especially from the very beginning. Multiple people reported that Dan Morgan was a serious candidate. For the Carolina Panthers general manager job, and as we found out, also for the football, the president of football operations slash general manager job, which he got on Monday in reading Panthers.com. This is from my buddy Darren Gamp. By putting Morgan in this position, it allows him to tap into his football background and to capitalize on his relationships with players, coaches, and agents throughout the league with the context of the toughness he brought to the game. Uh, saying while his playing credentials are pristine, he's also been a part of multiple successful scouting departments. Not this one, uh, beginning as an intern with the Seahawks in 2010 and moving up the ranks throughout their Super Bowl run and eventually becoming their director of pro personnel. He moved to Buffalo in 2018 as director of player personnel, giving him insight into multiple organizations that have built consistent winners. Again, not here in Carolina the last couple of seasons. This is a quote from David Tepper Dan has a thorough knowledge of our football personnel and a clear vision to take us where. We all want to go. We know he will attack this opportunity with the same intensity he did as a Panthers player. Like, first and foremost, good for Dan Morgan, man. Like, I'm happy for Dan Morgan as a former Panther to come back to Carolina, get the opportunity as assistant general manager, and now get to take over in the role as president of football operations and a general manager in Carolina. Like, seriously, good for him. Love watching him play. Hated all the concussions they had to deal with. But he's a fantastic player. That Super Bowl, back Super Bowl 38. 20 tackles in that game. The dude was outstanding, was a stud. We'll always love Dan Morgan, the player. I'm just a little bit skeptical of this hire because the fact that Dan Morgan was hired back in May of 2021, and the Carolina Panthers are 14-37 and since that hire. And I'm not going to place the blame on Dan Morgan. I don't think that's fair at all. And as I said on Monday's show I don't know, you don't know, and I'm sure most people who cover the team have no idea what exactly the role Dan Morgan played within the organization, what decisions he was in on, what decisions he was out on. The only person who really knows is David Tepper and, of course, the people that are still here in Carolina and the people that have left Carolina, that being Scott Fitterer. I just find it interesting that Scott Fitter someone who also came from a winning organization in Seattle is gone having been leading those conversations, but he brought in Dan Morgan to be his assistant GM to help him build a winner in Carolina. And as we know, that has not happened so far. Not to say that it can't not happen now with Dan Morgan as the president of football operations and general manager. It's just a curious decision. And we have had the conversation that this was not necessarily an attractive job. Looking at the rest of the league, the cap situation, about $30 million in cap. That could quickly dwindle down to about $9 million if they are not able to come to terms with Brian Burns and need to slap the franchise tag on him. There's a couple of key to contract decisions like Burns, like Derrick Brown, Frankie Luvu that need to be made. You look at the fact they don't have a first-round pick in the draft coming here in 2024. My biggest problem with that is that they need more draft capital, not necessarily that they need to use the number one overall pick to take a player, but they, they could have used it to trade back to get more players because the Panthers need more, better players. So it's one of those things which is very interesting to me. I don't necessarily know how to feel about it. Like, I don't hate the hire. I'm just intrigued by the decision for Dan Morgan to now be the president of football operations and the GM. And I'm now wondering, too, there was an appetite, reportedly, from David Zepper to have – sort of an intermediary, someone to be that senior vice president of football operations, I guess president of football operations to be the go-between with him and then whoever would be the GM. But it looks like Dan Morgan's just going to handle all of the football side of things. And I question whether that means Samir Sulman stays around. Same thing with Cole Spencer, who's been director of college scouting. What happens to Adrian Wilson? Is this going to be the same front office, just minus Scott Fitter? And if that's the case, um, hmm is based off of well the roster they went 2 and 15 this past season. How will this now impact Brian Burns and Frankie Luvu and all the pending free agents? I would think that this is going to make it a little bit easier for the Panthers to decide what they want to do. They were Burns, have a contract discussion with him, now have discussions with Frankie Luvu. not let those guys hit free agency, decide whether that's exactly what they want to do. There's a familiarity there already with Dan Morgan having been in-house, and I'm sure he's been in those contract talks in the past with Brian Burns' as agent. So that should not be a difficult transition at all, And if it's going to be status quo with the rest of the staff there in the front office, and I have to imagine there's going to be some changes it's, a fairly seamless transition. So David Tepper saw something in Dan Morgan and believes that Dan Morgan is the right guy for the job. I'm not saying that he's not the right guy for the job. I just find it interesting that someone who held as high of a position as he has the last three seasons here in Carolina in that front office is now handed over the keys of the organization and hoping to build a winning roster. The Panthers right now, arguably have the worst roster and you maybe don't even make an argument they went 2 and 15 have the worst roster in the NFL and someone who oversaw oversaw that is going to stay here as president of football operations and the general manager like this is fresh i was recording tuesday's episode when this came out i was like looked at my watch and scrolled and saw oh okay that looks like the panthers and the panthers have made a hire so i am sitting here like you With this as fresh news, trying to wrap my mind around this decision, not saying I hate the decision, just find it to be interesting based off of how bad things are in the front office. Now, they did what I wanted them to do. I wanted the Panthers to figure out the front office side of things first before hiring a head coach. Go out there, get a GM, a president of football operations, SVP, whatever you wanted to do on that side of the organization before really focusing in on a head coach, especially when you think that. Three of your candidates, Ben Johnson, Mike McDonald, Todd Munkin, you can't even talk to them until next Monday in person. So the head coaching interviews are going to continue this week in person. You didn't need to make a decision until probably the end of – Next week or early February, I guess that's probably the same thing anyways. So why not go out there, figure out your GM? The biggest issue I felt like the Panthers have, aside from, well, David Tepper is their owner, and he does not know what he's doing, won't let people do his job. And as, as long as he keeps doing that, the Panthers are going to be a laughing stock in the NFL. So prayers up that that is going to end now with Dan Morgan as the president of football operations and GM. But my biggest problem was the Panthers – have done a terrible job at building a competent roster. Defensively, sure. Offensive line, Didn't play well this year at all. Now injuries played a factor, but is it possible that they overrated what they felt they had in the offensive line? You Look at the skill positions or really lack thereof. The worst in the league, did they get the right quarterback? I'm sure most Panther fans right now are saying no after the year that CJ Stroud had. I'm willing to sit here and to give it some time. All we have right now is time to figure out whether Bryce Young really is the guy or not, whether you want him to be or you don't want him to be. So I felt like the personnel side of things, the front office, that was needed to get fixed first before hiring a head coach. And they've gone out there and done it. Now They've hired somebody who is already here and has been acting general manager for the last two weeks and has been in there with the head coaching interview. So it should not be surprising that he's the general manager. I just find it to be interesting based off of all the things I just mentioned and that this team has been very bad at evaluating players and bringing in winning players and building a winning roster. But hopefully that will now change as former... Pro Bowl linebacker here in Carolina, and most recently, the Carolina Panthers assistant general manager slash interim general manager. Dan Morgan is now the president of football operations and GM here in Carolina. But something's got to change, y'all. It just can't be Dan Morgan, Samir Suleiman, Cole Spencer, Adrian Wilson, and the entire scouting staff that they've had the last couple of years who put together a 2-15 roster here in Carolina. Something has to change. So what exactly is going to change? We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. The NFL regular season has wrapped up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose championship Sunday coming up on Sunday afternoon, the Chiefs and the Ravens. Thank God that Charlotte's second favorite team the Buffalo Bills lost again. Did not want to sit here and watch all these Bills fans who love Buffalo so much, but yet don't live there. Talk about how much they love their team then Detroit. Gonna face off against San Francisco. Steve Wilkes, Christian McCaffrey. Good luck on Sunday. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same game parlays. Find bets in the newer explore tab. Make a parlay in the parlay hub, the best way to find popular parlays and so much more so visit fanduelcom slash locked on and make your first bet a layup FanDuel official partner of the nfl so dan morgan is the carolina panthers president of football operations and their general manager it is a good story if you think about it former panthers player was a pro bowler had Some concussion issues, had to call quits early in his career, went into the personnel side, spent a long time in Seattle learning from John Snyder, working underneath Pete Carroll, got a Super Bowl ring there in Seattle, and saw how you can build sustained success, which is what David Tepper wants here in Carolina. That's what he promised Carolina Panther fans when he fired Ron Rivera. And we're sitting here, still waiting. Still waiting, Dave, on that sustained success, but possibly this is a step in the right direction. But the direction it's been in has been a very bad, sad direction as the Panthers are 14-37 and 37 the last three years of Scott Fitter as their general manager and Dan Morgan operating as their assistant GM. Now, what's important to understand, too, is Dan Morgan was not hired until May of 2021. He was not there leading up to the draft and he was of course not there on draft night. We pointed to the 2021 draft class and there are a ton of misses. JC Horn, I don't want to call that a miss when healthy. Is an excellent player, but we have seen the guy drafted right after him playing the same position. Patrick Sertan have a better career up until this point in time because he has been an excellent player, but also available. So, JC, we're not being out there. The second pick that they took in that draft, Terrace Marshall, an absolute bust, should be cut this offseason. I think about million dollars in cap space you can save, so that makes a ton of sense to get rid of him. Brady Christensen, a solid guard, but probably not even one of your best options at guard. Moving forward here in Carolina, maybe this season we'll see what they want to do if Iki Aquanu. That's something that Dan Morgan now has to figure out. At least he's familiar with the roster. That should help the transition. Tommy Trimble turned out to be a pretty good player for the Carolina Panthers. But guys like Davian Nixon never worked out here in Carolina. Deontay Brown, of course, did not work out in Carolina. They went out there and signed a line. They drafted a long snapper in that sixth round and Panther fans said you could have had Trey Smith well actually what happened was they drafted Deontay Brown instead of Trey Smith and Deontay Brown is now playing in the United Football League this spring I believe for the Birmingham Stallions so congratulations Deontay to getting back to Alabama but that 2021 draft class a ton of misses not great Chuba Hubbard was one of the hits there in the third day of the draft. That was before Dan Morgan got here. So you cannot place that on him. Looking at the other draft classes since then, especially the one that we just saw this past year, Bryce Young, I think there's a ton of things and reasons why he did not play well. I Again, I'm going to be patient with Bryce. Want to see if they can put an offensive line around him, get him a consistent running game, uh, some receivers. Now, you're not going to have to have that all the time, but please at least give the young player an opportunity to have success and to be able to properly evaluate him. But Mingo, not a huge fan. DJ Johnson, oh my God. Chandler Zavala, absolute liability. And then Jamie Robinson, seriously forgot he was even on the roster this past season. You can't blame all those things on Dan Morgan. but You can absolutely ask, what role did Dan Morgan play and the Panthers making those decisions. Absolutely, that is my opinion. Now, looking at this front office right now, Dan Morgan, president of football operations, he's a GM now. What happens to everyone else that is in this front office? I appreciated the organizational structure that the Panthers have have been able to build the last couple of years, even though things have not worked out. I like that they brought in Dan Morgan, had spent time under Brandon Bean there in Buffalo, had come from Seattle, had a relationship with Scott Fitter. I like that Samir Suleiman came over from Pittsburgh, winning organization, Adrian Wilson. I love what they were doing with the front office, especially when they hadn't had a president for a while, and Danny Morganson had left back when, David, uh, not David, but Jerry Richardson was still on the team. They didn't have an assistant general manager for all those years after Brandon Bean left that spring right before Jerry Fired Dave Gettleman ten days before training camp. Would have loved for that have not happened. Would have just loved to hired Brandon Bean way back in the spring instead of you doing that, Jerry. May you rest in peace. My God. Um. So I like what they've been able to build. It's just the process. That's the thing. The process. The process. The process. You can appreciate the process. The Carolina Panthers have gone about building the football side of things, building the business side of things. It just has not yielded the kind of results that you or I or anyone in that building, and that's a Panther fan, would have liked to have seen the last couple of years. But something has to change, man. It can't just be Dan Morgan, Samir Suleiman, Adrian Wilson, Cole Spencer, and everyone in that scouting department keeping their jobs and going about business as usual, unless Scott Fitter was just so cancerous that – Really removing him was all they needed to do. I have a hard time believing that was the case, knowing that the owner is David Tepper, and there's no bigger cancer here in Carolina than, of course, David Tepper. Now, some in league circles, this is according to Joe Person of The Athletic, said that some in league circles believe Tepper could be looking to pair Morgan with an executive with a salary cap and contract background, such as Alec Hallaby up there in Philadelphia with the Eagles, or Kansas City Chiefs Vice President of Football Operations, Brant Tillis, who interviewed with the Panthers this year and in 2021 before Fitter was hired. Now that Morgan, God, uh, has been promoted, would those guys be willing to make a lateral move or are they going to get hired to a role above? Dan Morgan, he's president, not senior. Like, I guess if he's president of Football Operations, he's got to be the head of everything on the football side of things now, right? You would think. So, I, I just, I'm wondering, is it, Samir, I gotta take a water real quick, y'all. Out here choking on uh, a live here on YouTube. Is there room now for Hallaby to come in and for Tillis come in and understand that teams, like with uh, head coaches, <coughs> uh, not, not with head coaches, like with the assistant coaches, they can block. Uh, VPs, like not VPs, but personnel guys from interviewing elsewhere. We saw how Chris Tabor has been blocked from interviewing elsewhere as a special teams coordinator. Same thing with Jero Averro. That could be the same case when it comes to people in front offices. They could be blocked from going to make a lateral move. It would feel like to me that Halliby would be making a lateral move. He's already assistant general manager up there in Philadelphia. It would feel the same case with uh, Brent Tillis, that that could be making a lateral move. It's possible at those organizations let those guys just leave we'll see I don't know um I I don't really know what necessarily what changes should be made I just I have a hard time really being on board with this if it's just gonna be Dan Morgan and, and the same characters that we have seen go out there and sign the players like DJ Chark. And I understand that the coaching staff wanted them, but the uh, front office, of course, is complicit in all of this. The, the contracts that they've doled out the last couple of years, like giving Robbie Anderson, now known as Robbie Chosen, that amount of money. What exactly is changing here in Carolina? Now, David Tepper, maybe we'll hear from him. Probably won't be until he has a head coach, and even when we get to that day, he's still not going to answer any questions as he has not told us why he fired Matt Rule or why he fired Frank Reich. We all understand why. he just is not willing to say why exactly that was the case. This can't be the only change. Like Scott Fitter going is great in all as far as having hope that maybe the next guy comes in and fixes things, but the guy who's coming in was already there and was a part of this mess, so... Just trying to wrap my mind around it, y'all. Just That's all I'm trying to do. Trying to figure out how to feel. I, I don't hate it at all. I'm happy for Dan Morgan. I'm just curious on what this is going to do for the Panthers moving forward, just knowing that he's been a part of the mess. All right, so Dan Morgan is now the president of of football operations and a general manager here in Carolina. How will that impact the coaching search? Does that now move a couple of candidates atop the Panthers' wish list? We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you of killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes guesswork out of Buying Tickets Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy, so you exactly what to expect when you arrive, all in prices, show your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal of out-hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps, and there's plenty of sporting events going on around here in Charlotte. Go see the Checkers, go see Davidson basketball, Charlotte 49ers men's basketball's first place in the AAC. Uh, definitely don't go waste your time watching the Hornets lose. Take the guesswork out of Buying Tickets of games time Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Shout out to the 212 people live with me on this Monday evening, January 22nd, the Carolina Panthers, 14 days after firing their former general manager, Scott Fitter, have now hired his assistant general manager, Dan Morgan, as the president of football operations and as their acting general manager moving forward. We'll see what other changes are to be made as of right now. I'm going to go back to Panthers.com, just to make sure I didn't miss any other things added to that press release. It appears that Dan Morgan was the only change he's been promoted. Looks like Samir Suleiman will be sticking around. Did not really get any traction uh, when we went over the... Candidate lists, I never saw anywhere reporting that Samir Suleiman actually interviewed for the job. It was expected that he would interview. It was also expected that Adrian Wilson would get an opportunity to interview for the job. Did not see that either one of those individuals interview for the job. So curious what their futures in Carolina will be. They already have a cap guy in Samir Suleiman. Is it possible that they can get Al Hallaby or get Brant Tillis or any of the other candidates who they talked to the last couple weeks with a contract and salary cap background to come into Carolina to work with Dan Morgan? I do think it would be important to get an outside voice, get someone else to come in here to help out Dan Morgan, just from the scouting side. I'm not all that concerned about who's going to handle the cap and who's going to handle contracts. The, The Panthers, yes, they haven't had great deals sometimes in the past, but I'm not overly concerned about that aspect of it. My biggest concern when it comes to the personal side of things is getting in the right personnel to win games on Sunday. They have done a terrible job of doing that over the last three off seasons. And I'm curious now with Dan Morgan in charge, how is that going to change this off season, especially if a lot of the same guys stay here? And understand this, when it comes to the draft in April, the Panthers have done their scouting. They're going to go to the Senior Bowl They're going to go to the Combine, but they've done their scouting. They're going to start talking to these guys individually and understand who they are as people. They already know who they are as a player. They've watched the college tape. There's not much you can really learn from the Senior Bowl week, other than maybe how they comport themselves at practice and in interviews. Same thing with the Combine and pro days and all that when they're throwing – well, we're not going to really be watching quarterbacks this time when they're catching against air or doing whatever drills. That's not football. That's just the underwear Olympics. I don't know what you can really take much from that. They've done the scouting. So the scouting th- side of things has already been done. Is Dan Morgan going to change the scouting side of things? I think that th- that needs to be changed because the Panthers have not done a good job scouting, evaluating players, and then bringing them into Carolina and then getting them to produce on the field. That just has not happened. So I don't know how much you can expect to necessarily change This upcoming draft cycle, considering that the scouting work has already been done. Now, if Dan Morgan is given the opportunity to bring in his own people, who he has background with in Buffalo and Seattle, and it completely reworked that side of things, I would expect to see the impact next draft. Not this draft. They've already done the evaluation. Now it's possible that Dan Morgan he sees things differently. And I would imagine he's a different person. He's gonna see things differently than Scott Fitter. I don't know how much differently he's gonna see things from Scott Fitterer, but it's very possible that he has a keener eye, even though Fitter spent like 20 years as a scout. So that's the real thing about it that really got me when it came to his inefficiencies in the draft. This is what you were doing for all those years. This is how you got a GM job, and you're this bad at it? Hopefully Dan Morgan is better, and hopefully for our sake and for David's ever sake and really for Dan Morgan's sake, if he wants to keep doing this as a GM in Carolina, this is an opportunity for him, and I'm excited for him to get the opportunity. I'm just a tad bit skeptical, and I think it's fair to be skeptical, especially knowing that David Tepper owns this football team. But How does this impact the coaching search and now for the Carolina Panthers? Going back to what Joe Person wrote on Monday, he said that Morgan has close ties to two of the Panthers' head coaching candidates. He was in Seattle with Dallas Cowboys defense coordinator and former Atlanta Falcons head coach Dan Quinn, who I would presume would be a favorite out there in Seattle. Now, one thing to understand when it comes to the Seahawks, their owner – Paul Allen died recently, the last year or so, and they're going to sell the team. So whoever gets that job may be working for a new owner at some point in the next year or so. That will be interesting to see how that works out. His daughter is currently in control of things, and, you know, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. See, Dan Morgan as Panthers president of operations, and GM. Not saying he's not qualified for the job. He certainly has qualifications. We'll see how that works out with Dan Quinn, but Dan Morgan should have a relationship with him. And then Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense coordinator Dave Canales is also someone that Dan knows, dating back to his time on Pete Carroll's coaching staff. We'll see... Whether that comes to fruition. Right now, Dan Quinn is going to interview a second time around at four different places, not one being here in Carolina. Dave Canales, the reports on Monday are that he's going to interview for a second time in person here in Carolina. Dan Quinn, not Dan Quinn, sorry, Dan Morgan. Too many Dans. Dan Morgan has been helping out with the head coaching interviews. He's been sitting in there during the virtual interviews and I imagine he was there on Monday when a Vera reportedly was supposed to interview in person. For his second interview here in Carolina. And I'm guessing that Dan Morgan was there. And I'm guessing Dan Morgan will probably be there the rest of the week. Tomorrow on Tuesday or maybe today whenever you listen to this. When Brian Callahan, the Cincinnati Bengals office coordinator, interviews for the job. And I'm guessing the same case will be when Raheem Morris comes. And when Dave Canales comes to Carolina. Is now Dave Canales considered... A favorite for the job, we saw what he did with Geno Smith last season, helping the Seahawks get to the playoffs. We saw what he did with Baker Mayfield, who, in a losing effort, was awesome against the Lions. And that's a Lions secondary that has their issues. But still, Baker Mayfield played some damn good football the last five, six, seven weeks of the season. Happy for Baker. Things worked out for him. Didn't work out here in Carolina. It it is what it is. The scheme probably didn't really fit him, and he didn't get here until – the end of July, and we saw how they had the whole faux quarterback composition. That didn't work out. Also, just don't really look at Baker as the long-term answer. I digress. Dan Morgan, is he going to look at Dave Canales now as his favorite? And that's someone who actually I was going to talk about on the show today before the news came out as a very interesting prospect who has worked at Geno Smith, who had a career renaissance in Seattle, who basically revived the career uh, for Baker Mayfield. Now, Bryce Young. I'm not saying he necessarily needs to have a resurrection of his career, but he needs someone to keep it off of life support after this past season. Is Dave Canales the right man for the job? Would be interested to see how that works out now that Dan Morgan – is the Carolina Panthers, a president of football operations, and GM. More on this throughout the week. Was already planning on speaking to somebody later on in the week about the Panthers' head coaching search. Now going to have to find somebody to get their perspective on what exactly it is that Dan Morgan's been doing here the last couple of years in Carolina and why he is the answer for David Tapper's problems, we hope, here in Carolina. Again, happy for Dan Morgan. Seriously, um... Gonna see how it works out. I am not sitting here poo-pooing the hire. I don't know what's being said uh, in the chat right now, live. I'm sure there's some people who think I'm being negative. I'm just, I am uh, wondering what exactly has been going on behind the scenes and what his role has been. That's all I want to know, and I'm hoping to find out that answer and give it to you. Some time this week here and in the coming weeks on Locked on Panthers. So that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked on Panthers podcast for the Locked on podcast network hosted by yours Julie, Julie Julian Council. Uh, Again, y'all subscribe or follow the show for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and be sure to follow me Julian Council on Twitter at Julian Council where I'll be back with you on Friday to answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions. Shout out to the 240 people that are live right now. All the people have come in to watch the show and provide their perspective and i'm sure you guys have been fighting each other tooth and nail in the chat about dan morgan being elevated to the panthers president of football operations and general manager role. Congrats again to dan morgan but in the meantime be safe be happy be whole as always keep pounding and i'll talk to you all on wednesday